It's Thursday afternoon in Seattle. It's time for the Seattle After Party! Our guest this week, Gigi Silverman, local author and improviser and designer. Also joining me on the panel, Jakiba Phillips and AJ Munoz. All right. Well, let's just get started with uh, letting uh, letting people know how they can find you and stuff. Gigi, how can people find you? First. Oh, my mic is on. I just wanted to check if it was on. It is. <laughs> uh, people can find me at ggsolderman.com. From there, you can link to my Twitter page. You can link to my Facebook page. You can come see me at Split Second Improv. We have, uh, if you go to the Monroe Arts Council website, you can find the schedule there. And just go out and leave your house. I'm sure you'll run into me at some point. So that's a start. <laughs> just go and leave in the house. That's it's, she's, she's out there. So, uh, Jakiba. Yes. Welcome back. I'm so happy to be back. Yeah. I'm so happy to be on the panel with Gigi. Because I feel like we're like some kind of form of weird twins. Because we both see the pub and we're both writers, so this is gonna be spooky! Yeah, nice. Do you want to remind <laughs> people how they can find you and, and zine it up? Sure, yeah. Uh, so, those of you who are diehard fans of the Seattle After Party podcast, you know that I am the editor in chief of Word Lit Zine, not World Lit Zine, Word Lit Zine. And like word to your mother. And um, we are actually coming out with our current issue. It's going to be a summer edition. It's going to be a best of archival issue mixed in with some new folks. Uh, so you can find that on the website, which is wordlitzy.com. But it's more fun to do the Facebook thing. So you can find us on Facebook. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. And the Twitter handle is always at wordlitzy. So come check me out. See what's going on. And AJ. You can uh, find me on Facebook at Alan J. Munoz, um, and I'm fairly new to Twitter still, still learning how to use it. Uh, I just hashtag yeah. <laughs> retweet, retweet, um, and so you can find me there at I eat, I eat prawns. I think it's I eat prawns. I eat prawns. Yes. Yeah, thanks, Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, that's how new I am to the Twitter, wait, wait, Twitter world. Did, so, Daryl, did you help? Did you, you help AJ? Did, yes. I, I told him he had to do it, and <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, he actually already had one that was just like AJ Munoz. It was just that's what it was, but he lost the, the, the Twitter password, and, and he doesn't have that email address anymore, so he can't get it back. Just out floating in limbo. Yeah, it stole my email. So it's, I, I eat prawns. Yeah, I eat prawns. <laughs> yeah. I eat prawns. And uh, do you yeah. actually eat prawns? Because that's a, a name that's yeah, very specific. Yeah, I do. I love uh, prawns with my fried rice. You know, it's it's really good. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, let's quickly move right into. Yeah, we've got another. Hey, we've got two contestants for our match game. Hey, there we go. Two awesome people. Yeah, yeah. So, really quickly, I'm going to explain how the match game works. Uh, it goes a bit like this I'll say a sentence um, that has a blank. So, it'll be something s- sort of like. Say, uh, Alice fell down another strange hole, but instead of Wonderland, she found blank. And then I would riff on how you can follow us on Twitter or something for 30 seconds. And in that time, you can fill out the blank, and that's why you've got those wonderful uh, write-on boards. 
and your goal is to try and match with our panel here. Um, so yes, uh, so uh, why don't we really quickly, before we get started with the actual match game, uh, get the get the names of our our contestants. Who do we have out there? Uh, Austin Olson. Austin Olson is contestant number one. All right, and contestant number two. David Silverman. David Silverman. Yes. Wait a minute. That might be cheating. Is that biased? Uh, uh, no, I think this is going to be sort of like match game meets uh, the what, what was that where they were the, the newlywed game? game. Yeah. 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 You can see just how twisted. It's going to going to see if you actually <laughs> do match up at all. So I'll start. I'll change some words to making whoopee instead. That's what, that's what they always do. Yeah. Every game. time, I was like, how many weird euphemisms for like. Doing it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, theirs was always making whoopee. You know, <laughs> it's, it's that really white 70s guy sound. Yeah, so 70s slash 80s. Groovy. Um, okay, <laughs> well, let's just jump right into the first sentence, shall we? Is everybody ready? Anybody have any questions? No, let's go. Everybody ready to go? Okay, so this one was Paula the pilot was buying a new plane. She would only accept a plane that had blank. Paula the pilot was buying a new plane. She was she would only accept a plane that had blank. And now, while you're figuring this out and writing it down, I just want to remind, want to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter. Go to at C Party Podcast. That's at S E A Party Podcast. No cheating, AJ. Um, <laughs> I never. You can follow us on that, and hey, you can also tweet to uh, at IEProns and show him how to use Twitter while you're at it. So at CPartyPodcast and at IEProns. Okay, is everybody ready? Looks like Jakiva's already drawing pictures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but, but before we get to our panelists, let's start with Austin. Austin, what do you have? Wings. Wings, that's a good thing to be on an airplane. She, she was very picky. She's very picky. She just wants something with wings. Okay, uh, David. Wings. Wings. Okay, okay. This is something, uh, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to go for, um, another 30 seconds. I want you both to come up with, um, something other than wings. Um, and in the future, we're going to have to do something so that if you come up at the same time, the person who has it first, is is the one, okay? And if any of you wrote wings, try and come up with something else at this point since I'm making them redo it. So while well, everybody is talking, yeah, coming up with new answers, uh-huh. I just wanted to uh, talk about that TV show Wings. Does anybody remember that show? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I, actually, I really liked that show. Yeah, right. It was like. I don't know, of all the sitcoms in that era, like, Wings is like a sleeper hit for me. So it was like the Hackett Brothers. It was in Nantucket, and it's so, just, I don't know, it just made yeah, me There's like crazy. one, there's like one female role in that whole show, though. <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. true. Oh, no, 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 there was Faye, who was the older lady. And oh, like, yeah. Didn't she, like, kill all of her husbands or something? Or no, they all died. She didn't, like, kill them, kill them, but they all died on her. And then, and then there was, uh... Helen, who worked at the diner. Helen, yes, yeah. Yes. Okay, so there are two. Just so there were all the men having ridiculously beautiful 
people hair. Am I wrong? No, they did. They, they had did. like that like flowy like, like wigs hair. hair. Like mm-hmm. whoosh. Yeah. yeah. Almost like you know they had been in the air all day. That's right, aerodynamic. Uh so I, I wanna let you guys in on a little inside joke because I still see them writing your computer. Okay. <laughs> and uh so this is a little joke between me and my mom. There's this episode of Wings. So you know the, the character Carl who's like the old man who's like really picky. And then at one point he's like uh, he starts shaking his cup at like one of the brothers. He's like, eh, empty. And like he wants him to like, fill the cup. And so now me and my mom have that inside joke where like whenever our cups are empty, like at restaurants or just whenever they are, we always go, eh, empty to each other. I'm going to crib that. Oh, yeah. Is that cool? Yeah, totally do it. Okay. It's something you need. That's right. empty. Okay, here we here we are back again. Now, Austin, what uh, do you have? A gas club card. Ooh, Paula the pilot was buying a new, a new airplane. She was she would only accept a plane that had a gas club card. Okay, okay, it's probably good. Fuel is expensive. All right, and, and David. Landing gear. Landing gear. <laughs> Very picky person buying so an airplane. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Don't take away my wings. This this thing is going to both fly and land. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the barefoot bandit can do it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, speaking of AJ, AJ, what do you have? Uh, I went with AM FM radio. Oh, an AM FM radio because Paula was a, a prehistoric pilot. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that anymore? I mean, you got podcasts to listen to. She was very old, wasn't she? I don't, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> At one point, the sentence said she was very picky, but that doesn't mean she's old. Yeah, definitely. That's <laughs> definitely what it's saying. She's very old, and she only knows how to use an AMF and radio. Okay, so, okay. You know, it's either that or a track. Yeah, well, an a track makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> Jakeema. Uh, I said propellers. Propellers, yes, we're making sure this thing gets off the ground uh, with with a little thrust. Okay, uh, GG. I wrote monkeys because I figure a basic plane is going to have wings, it's going to have landing gear, but a deluxe model is also going to have monkeys. <laughs> what are the monkeys what going to do? Are they going to be like the trained monkeys that take care of the plane? Or are they going to fly the plane? I mean, she's a pilot. She doesn't need anybody. They the are just morale boosters. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are we talking gorillas or orangutans or spider They're smaller, possibly capuchin. Yeah. It's really okay. light. They're not going to add a lot of drag to the plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you thought about that. Yeah. He's not smoking. Not smoking. Not smoking. Well, you know, no, no longer smoking on flights. Um, Are they gonna be like like therapy monkeys? So people with anxiety. <laughs> they they could be like they could hold your hand and like walk you through, or I mean like hold your hand through a puffy flight, perhaps. Oh my god! And then you could just stare into their soulful <laughs> brown eyes and be like, I'm feeling better now because of you. This almost makes me want to have flight anxiety so I can have a little monkey be my friend. Any animal I believe, right? Isn't there? They're kind of cracking down on that. Because yeah, people have been like, this is my therapy rat. And you're like, you cannot bring a therapy rat on a Because your therapy rat is making everybody else need therapy. <laughs> 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 or like therapy, therapy, therapy like, um, 
Yeah, therapy rattlesnakes. <laughs> but they've had therapy ducks, therapy pigs, and they, stuff like that. Oh, so, that sounds like BS. Yeah. So, anyways, I don't know. Everybody's seen babe. So, there we go. All right, now let's go with the next sentence. Sorry, no matches. Even with wings, they never changed anything, and they didn't have wings to get go. So, um, kind of take that as your learning experience. Let's let's see what uh, let's see what we've got for the next sentence. Okay, here we go. Doc Brown created a brand new invention to show Marty. It is an invention to help Marty blank. Doc Brown created a new invention to show Marty. It is an invention to help Marty. Blank. And since uh, we've said that we are here at the Pocket Theater, you should go to thepocket.org and check out all the different types of shows that are here at the Pocket Theater. Because they've got improvisers, they've got other podcasts, they've got stand-up, they've got sketch, they've had uh, Wordlet Z, Bibliophilia events here, uh, all sorts of stuff. So make sure that you visit thepocket.org to find out what types of shows are going to be here at The Pocket because you can see just a plethora of, uh, 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 my words are failing me because I've got two literary people on the panel, so like you now stolen I'm, all you've words. stolen all the words. That's how it works, people. Yeah. Um, you become a writer, you get the power to steal words from people. So um, I, I see. Kiva's doing some domino thing on her board. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, AJ's still thinking. He's been writing and erasing more times than I. Okay. All right. Um, uh, everybody ready to go? Yes. <laughs> All right. Now, hopefully, you didn't match this time. I didn't make it as easy, so here we go. Um, so, Doc Brown created a brand new invention to show Marty. It is an invention to help Marty. Austin? Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Okay, okay. And David. Yes. What did you say? Invest in Apple. Invest in Apple. <laughs> That's true. That would be a good time to invest in Apple. Nice and early. Okay, uh, AJ. Um, I said get chicks. Um, not his mother. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get not, get not, maternal yeah. chicks. Help him get girls, but not his mother. <laughs> yes, that's probably, that's probably good. No, so, you know, to, to be fair, he was doing fine. He had, you know, yeah, no, he, he had met moves. his, he yeah, met who he was going to marry. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that. that's true. Yeah. That's true. Did he make out with his mom? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, anyway, <laughs> uh, So I made a mistake. Oh. Yes. Because mm -hmm. you said Doc Brown, and then in my brain, I thought Doc Holiday. Everybody else's answers is like, oh. I said Dodgeball, which would have been great. Had I listened, <laughs> it still it still works. You know, somehow we can cross the Matrix with Back to the Future. And it works. Well, the third oh, one, yeah, well, the third one. Back to the Matrix, or <laughs> something like that. Matrix to the Future. Are more bullets flying around? That is. <laughs> That's true. Let's not bring this uh, comedy podcast down. Uh, too much. Okay, Gigi. So I wrote that this device would help Marty avoid accidental time travel and just stay in his lane. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the easiest way to have Marty uh, avoid accidental time travel is destroy the DeLorean with a train. Oh, wait, they did that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I know those movies with everyone. It's okay, it's okay. No, that's that's great. So still no matches, which is not a shock. The uh, first normal round, we rarely get any matches, so that's okay, that's okay. We'll get to the lightning round where there's a better chance of making matches. Okay, so the uh, third and final part of the normal round, we have a tradition here, Gigi. Yes. And the tradition is for the last of our normal round to be about our guest. So this sentence is about you. Uh-oh. Yeah. G.G. So. <laughs> Silverman is not just an author, but also an improviser who plays with split-second improv. Her favorite thing to do in a split-second is blank. Gigi Silverman is not just an author, but also an improviser who plays with split-second improv. Her favorite thing to do in a split-second is... blank. And in more time than a split-second, I'm going to tell you that you can visit our website, seattleafterparty.com, and you can hear all the, the old episodes all the way back to episode one, uh, which I think is uh, now a, a word from our not from our sponsor or something like that. Uh, where uh, it was actually still called the CSZ Seattle After Party, but you can go all the way back there. That's almost four years ago. And uh, there's also a contact form on the page. You can visit that contact form, just plug in your information, tell us, hey, I've got a great idea for a match game sentence, or I've got a great idea for somebody who is a creative person here in Seattle that you should talk to. Let us know either of those things and more. We want to hear from you. So go to seattleafterparty.com and fill out our contact form. Okay, this should be an interesting one since your husband is one of the contestants. Um, I need to break the, the fourth wall there and let people know the, the behind the scenes magic here, but uh, it should be very interesting. But we will start instead with Austin, since he's contestant number one. Contestant number one, Austin. G.G. Silverman is not just an author, but also an improviser who plays with split second improv. Her favorite thing to do in a split second is? Spit. Spit, okay. <laughs> she spits in the split. Okay, I, I see where you're going there. I see where you're going there. Okay, now let's hear the uh, let's play playing the newlywed game. Okay, uh, <laughs> David, uh, yes. what does she like to do in a split second? Don't uh, say make whoopee. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let, let me cross that one off. Uh, up speak like uh, almost like a valley girl. Oh. <laughs> Very, very quick, but only for a split second. Only for a split second. Okay, um, and we'll get to you last since you will have the definitive answer, Gigi. Uh, but AJ, um, a different two-letter name. Uh, AJ, uh, what does she like to do in a uh, split second? Uh, world domination. World domination. Only for a split second, though. So that might be why you haven't noticed her dominating the world. <laughs> it would happen like really quick, blink of an eye, and you missed it. You should just ask your friend. Yeah, it's like, ah, I've had enough of that. You know. Okay, Jakima. Something just tells me, and maybe this is just a fantasy of mine, that if, like, Gigi and I went to Olive Garden or some real Italian restaurant, 
that it would just be on like flan, and then all of the noodles would just be demolished. So I said, eat all of the pasta. It's like that. It's it's like that. Uh, you just strike me as a pasta girl. I make lots of it, except I have to eat the gluten free pint, which mm. is pretty sad. Uh, Do you think Olive Garden would have it? Should we ask them? I mean, I think we should just go to a better restaurant. We should go to a better restaurant. Okay, okay let's do it. <laughs> yeah, because Olive Garden sounds like gluten free. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to end up with breadsticks, which aren't gluten-free, too. It's just, it's just not going to be worth it. <laughs> so, okay. And finally, the definitive answer. The definitive what she likes to do in a split second. So, this is kind of a boring answer, but it's simply to nap. Yeah. If I have a split second, like, that's what I can get done. I can be like, ha! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> we all waste so much time. Gigi is efficient at laughing. <laughs> No, but you know what? Like, I think though that like AJ actually summed up my approach to world domination because I kind of like don't put that much energy into it. I'm like, oh, there it is. It took me two seconds. I do it. I do put a lot of energy into eating pasta, so she's half right. You know, you almost got it. You put a lot of energy into it, but it would be gone quick. Yeah. You. Pasta loving eyes. Uh, All right, now we go on to lightning round. Uh, That's my. Those were my lightning sound effects. I thought it was a laser gun. (laughs) You, 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 you. Once I got the cracking and stuff. Okay, this is a lightning round. This is uh, about much simpler to get a match. It's basically one word and one blank. Now you could put as much in the blank as you want, but the the one it's just one word, one blank, and then we go. So before we get started, I just want to say if you didn't know, Gigi Silverman is the author of such books as uh, Vegan Teenage Zombie Huntress. Uh, that's, uh, these books that are right here are two such copies of that. And the other one is Stoners versus Moaners, right? That's right. Yes, that yes. is the second book in the series. And I'll read that one first. Guys <laughs> are doing that. They're like, yeah. I don't want to read about this shit. I want to go up that guy book. We'll talk a little bit more about it because I got to read the first okay. uh, bit at the end of the book we'll, we'll here talk. and we'll talk about yeah. it. What it is, because I got some I got some questions. Good. I got some questions. That means you're an intelligent reader. Uh, I, I like to think so. <laughs> Wait till you hear the questions though. <laughs> they may or may not be intelligent questions. It's a healthy genius. We're good. Uh, okay, here we go. first of the lightning round. First of the lightning round. Uh, vegan blank. Vegan blank. Now uh, you might be thinking to yourself, dang, we're in Seattle. There's so many vegan options here. I wonder what we could we could have. Well, just keep thinking. Um, maybe I said something earlier. Maybe somebody on the panel has anything related to this where you could fill in the blank. I do not try and make this too easy for people. I try and make it extremely easy for people. But they may or may not do it. So, um, <laughs> I'm watching them writing and I know where this is going to go. Uh, okay, I hope we have all the answers written down. And I think we do. So let's start. I'm going to start for the lightning. We're going to start with David, though, this time. Okay, David, vegan what? Meat. 
Vegan meat. Okay, <laughs> vegan meat. Uh, it's coming. It's coming, ladies and gentlemen. It's coming. So, okay, vegan meat. And Austin. Uh, teenage zombie hunters. <laughs> Somebody who is actually listening to me. He didn't say zombie hunters. Uh, the teenage okay, I was going to say, you had to put, I, I thought you didn't put the teenage in there. <laughs> I was going to be like, it's right there! <laughs> Alright, uh, uh, AJ, let's... Dinosaur? There, there were plenty of vegan dinosaurs. That one that you draw, I don't think is a vegan dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> he's eating salad, but he has no teeth. So. Ooh, okay. Yeah, he's eating salad, but he has no teeth. Ooh, okay. He's eating salad, but he has no teeth. Yeah, I just said, yeah. I just said he's a grandpa. <laughs> he, looks, he looks like he needs dentures. He's right. Like, and some bad of you, Paul. But he can't open the bottle because it's a big head. I'm a I said, sausage. Vegan sausage. Oh, is that close to the Meat? Uh, no. No. Oh, I'm sorry, Jaden. Damn it. And uh, Gigi. So I think I might be playing this wrong. Is it one blank or two? It's one blank, but you fill in the blank with as much as you want. I have butter and bacon. Ooh, vegan butter and bacon. Okay, no matches, ladies and gentlemen. Butter and bacon. Right. Let's, you know. Earlier, we were having a conversation about why people don't in, in Seattle don't buy artists' things. And sometimes when I do this game, I realize it's because uh, artists don't always know how to talk about themselves and their products. <laughs> I, I give you all the ways in the world to get like a cheap pop in, a cheap plug. It's 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 right there. I try my best, so we'll see. But okay, now we'll we'll move on from that one. It's okay, everybody. So this next one in the lightning round, which is going so fast, that's why we call it lightning, uh, it is uh, Teenage Blank. Teenage Blank. Okay, now while you uh, are thinking, uh, teenagers, geez, gosh, uh, you know, guess where they're not anymore? They're not on Facebook, but we are. Uh, go to <laughs> facebook.com slash Party, all one word, and you can find us on the Facebooks. Uh, you can comment, you can uh, send messages to us, you can hopefully uh, just give us the likes and stuff. Hopefully we don't get the big frowny faces or the sad faces from you. Uh, but other than that, follow us at seattleafterparty.com. You'll get right away when the posts happen for new episodes that'll go up. All new events go there. It's a great place to find out about all that stuff in one place. Okay, so let us start with David. David, teenage what? Zombie Huntress. Teenage Zombie Huntress. I don't know where you got that idea, but that's great. Great thinking there. That is so original. So original. I do not ask for originality. I'm I'm pushing an agenda here. No. Okay, uh, Austin, what do you have? Angst. Teenage angst. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. All right, let's start with uh, AJ here, because uh, what what did you write? Well, uh, my original thought uh, has been stolen, but uh, I'm going with acne, teenage acne. You know, you can have the same, you don't, just because somebody else has it, 
This is called a match game. <laughs> like, it's okay to match with people. <laughs> oh, is that what we're supposed to Yeah. It's okay to have the same thing. Like, show that this is actually a game that works. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, then my original thought was Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I, got, I get it. So, with that said, Jikiba, what did you say? I said... And I want to, I just want to say, I wrote it down first, and I even had time to draw pictures. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles! There's a pizza? And there's and a there's pizza. pizza! Well, I just really like the cow, so the I can't cow, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like a cow turtle. It's um, a cow turtle. <laughs> cow turtle. Hurdle. Um, that's how you turtle milk. Okay, uh, uh, <laughs> GG. Before I give my answer, I want to do uh, my impression of... Uh, Again, no matches except for up on stage. So no points. I guess that's eight thousand nonsense draft points we yeah. decided long ago. Can they give each other a prize? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I'll give you something like prize by the end of the show. Sure. Uh, I'll I'll give you a free issue of Ward Lizzie. How does that sound? Is that prize? Awesome. Right. Awesome. All right. I like it. That's like really generous. It. You're gonna have to top that, AJ. Yeah. Well, I was going to give you the whiteboard, but since you top it, I might give you a book. Ooh! Is it going to be one of Gigi's books? Because that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, she's got it already. It has yeah. to work a little harder. Daryl, help me out with this one, Daryl. You're going to have to like do figure something out, man. This is, this is where the rubber meets the road. Um, okay, but this is the lightning round, so let's keep moving. Uh, okay, so here is uh, a, a different thing. Uh, okay, lightning round number three: blank zombie, blank zombie. So the uh, the blank comes first. So you got to fill in before the word zombie, blank zombie. And if you are listening to this and you just feel like a zombie right now, you should know that we try to play places and have our live episodes of these podcasts places that have a bar. So you can get beverages that have caffeine or beverages that could make you not care that you're a zombie. Either way. <laughs> um, yeah, so there you go. I think we're all done here. Let's go. David, what do we got here? Blank? Rob. Rob Zombie from, from the band White Zombie. Nice. Okay, amongst and directing and all sorts of things nowadays. Okay, um, Austin. I Zombie. I Zombie, yes. Yes, the uh, show on CW. That's a juicy. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. AJ. No matches here. Smelly. 
Smelly zombies. Smelly zombies. Also juicy, but not in the way that I not not good. <laughs> not good. So, uh, some of the descriptions in your book, they were definitely smelly zombies going on. Yeah. The wrong kind of juice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I had a white zombie. Ooh, so, so close. close! So close! Dang, 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 right there. Sorry. Okay, so we do have a winner. Oh, we have a winner. It is Rob Zombie. Oh! Yeah. We have our first point. It's the newlywed game is paying off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, David gets a point there. Uh, all right, still anybody's game because we have two more in the lightning round, and if they all match, somebody could get three points if it's happened in the past. Let's see this. Okay, blank stoners. Blank stoners. So, uh, yeah, we've had some stoners on the show before, and so you should go back and listen to some old episodes and see if you can find them and figure out who, which ones they are. Um, some of them are surprisingly one of them is Santa. Um, <laughs> wow. It's true. Well, well, I, I, I explained a lot about Santa. <laughs> yeah, well, like, the Seattle Santa, he, he was awesome, by the way. That was an awesome episode to record, because he came full Santa gear, and his, his partner came in full Mrs. Claus gear. Um, it was way cool. Um, they were like, he was very much Santa, and then he dipped into this other personality, which is like this green wizard personality who is all about marijuana and there's he's, he's works with this channel that's like channel 420 and stuff like that. So it's, it's very interesting. How did you keep it away ones. from the kids? Um, he's, he, he just checks which ones are naughty and nice. And, uh, <laughs> if they're naughty, he takes it away from them. If they're nice, he doesn't have to okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then he has it to sell. He's kind of wow. actually, he's a thief, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Blank stoners. David. Cold. Cold stoners. These are the people who go to Cold Stone Creamery for their birthday. Because <laughs> Cold Stone Creamery gives you those free things every birthday month. And so... They're the cold stoners, that's what we'll call they them. They had the munchies and then. Yes, exactly. Yes. The cold stone put their munchies. Okay, Austin. Uh, I have high. High stoners. <laughs> very plainly descriptive. Very plainly descriptive. Works, works. Yes, so they could have been very high, but no. Just high. Just high. Okay, uh, AJ. Happy. Happy oh. stoners. Oh, that's nice. Happy, happy for Okay, Um, I too went a little basic. I just said the. The stoners. The stoners. You know, it it, it sometimes just like a definite article is exactly what's needed. And, you know, people rarely think about that in the match camp. There's like stoners and the stoners, like the uber stoners. Like the the top dogs. Yeah, always one. The Rolling Stoners. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, they would be wrong. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Gigi. So, my answer, actually, BJ, you're, um, you were a little early. The answer is smelly. Oh, smelly oh. stoners. They, there is kind of a, an odor. There is. Some odoriferous emanations. You gotta smell better than zombies, though, right? 
I don't know. Some like <laughs> weed strains are so dang. Uh, yeah. yeah. Alright. Alright, last of the lightning round here. It's still anybody's game because it's a one point and there's a chance for three points if everybody matches. It's it's, it's amazing. Um, and this is a very literary one here. Book blank. Book blank. And uh, I want when you're done out there, raise your hand. Oh, oh, so whatever, if you match him at all, you're going to have to change, because he's already, Austin's already done. So, don't match him, whatever you do. Okay, you can put your hands down now, I know who's, who's who. Alright, we don't need to worry. Alright, AJ, oh wait, no AJ, don't say anything. Uh, let's go with Austin, since you were first. I had book club. Book club, book club, okay, okay. And David? Author. Book author. Ooh, alright. A book author, as in the author of a book. Okay, AJ, what did you put? My, my drawing, I have no idea, but uh, I put worm. The book worm, worm. yes, <laughs> which is something a book author needs. I was going easy, I thought that would be a... Uh, it's, it's, it, I, think it's, I think it's pretty good, and it's bookworms would be in a book club. It's, it's it, it works really well. I tried, guys, I tried. Yeah. Okay, Chiquiba, what have you got? Book cover. Book cover. She's still keeping the cow up there. Still keeping the cow on her board. Loves her cow. Alright. So, this is where I'm embarrassed because I feel like my answer is kind of violent and dystopic and it just shows you what a horrible like mental environment I have inside my head. Last <laughs> <laughs> my answer is book burning. Book burning. Uh, like totally for Fahrenheit for me. Yeah. You should have written it down. Then you could have had 8,000 more nonsense draft points. Well, I'm trying to cash those in at the bank. They, they, they don't do anything with them. They told me to leave. I mean, we've been making those for years now. Alright, well that means our winner is David. David! I'm sure that you have had uh, plenty of stuff uh, from your, your wife's book and these uh, lollipops that she brought. I am going to let you pick out from uh, my bag of stuff things. My bag of stuff. Way to sell it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, For cereal. But, uh, mm, we go. What's Did I bag, give Austin a book anyway, if you would yes, like one? Yes, you can. Austin, would you like one? Oh, I am so happy that you're yes. here, and yes. I want to honor your presence with a book. Thank you. So please come and get. So the that's the that's the clean copy, right? One has. Yeah, yes, that's the that's 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 yeah, it glows, and then, the, yeah. Fancy stuff. Yeah, all the good stuff. Well, thank you everybody for the match day. The Seattle match day. If you are playing at home, feel free to give us your answer. Just hashtag Seattle match game. You will see these sentences with blanks that you can follow up with. Seattle match game. Okay, um, let's... Talk. Let's let's find out more about what has happened. Something rolled. Uh, okay. Uh, so, Gigi. Yes. 
Um, I, I have to ask because I read, I finished reading uh, the the book actually today because I'm a huge procrastinator. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm proud of you though. That's big. Yeah, I wanted to make yeah. sure. But whenever I read a book and I get to talk to the author, I need to know like which of the characters is you. <laughs> like, are you the Clarissa, the Koki, or the or the Lila? Um, I. Clarissa and Koki are both splinters in my personality. Like, Clarissa's the part of me that is super annoying, but also has her heart in the right place. Like, super opinionated and, like, wants to do good, and she's, like, a real do-getter and super (laughs) annoying at it. Um... I now have that voice for for reading the book again. Yes, that's what it's going to And then uh, Koki's the really shy part of me that um, maybe has experienced abusive female friendships in the past, and also, you know, has this other fantasy life, which I'm writing about in a different book right now. Um, there's a prequel, Ooh. but um, yeah, she's like the quieter, poetic. Um, I did stutter for a short while, um, what is it, 7th grade, 8th grade, when you're 13, I had a scary English teacher, and if you got the wrong answer, he would just, like, like, optically murder you, he would give you a look that would freeze you in place, and so in anticipation of his class, I would stutter for, like, an hour every day, and then it would go away, because I was elsewhere, and nobody was threatening me with their scary eyeballs, um, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, they're each different parts of me that are just super magnified. And they're their own people now. (laughs) (laughs) There they are. Groovy. Groovy. Well, uh, Chiquita, did you want to say anything or just loving that lollipop there? I mean, this is a really good lollipop. But no, I I think it's um, so much fun, the aspect of, like, the different parts of yourself that you put into a character. Um, Was it something that happened subconsciously when you were writing and then you read it and you're like... Oh, or was it something that, I don't want to say planned, but were you a little bit more conscious of it when you were writing? I never said I was going to necessarily write myself, but I think authors can't help but put themselves on the page. And every time I, I read a book, I feel like I gained an insight about that person. And even though, you know, obviously it's fiction, um... But there's some, like an inner truth that comes out and you kind of understand what that person worries about. And so I feel like that happened with me. Like that was just, you know, super true to my personality and the things I enjoy, um, some of the things I'm scared of, some of the things that worried me. Um, but yeah, I guess the, the short answer is I wasn't super conscious about it, but I also uh, didn't stop it from happening. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. No, totally does. I love, uh, they, they always talk about, like, each writer's voice, and I'm like, do you mean voice or just mean personality? Because, like, I just really think that when you talk about, like, whatever they, the author's voice is, whether you're talking about Finchin or, uh, or you or, or, uh, uh who wrote Holden Coffee and Salinger. I hate that book. Um, <laughs> it's so overrated, but anyway. I didn't get it when I read it. Really? I have to try it again as an adult now and see if. I mean, reads different you really I'm going to tell you, as an adult, you're going to read it, and you're going to be like, this is some <laughs> um, <laughs> self-editing. Uh, but, but yeah, it's like each each author has whatever their voice is, and I think in a way that's just their personality that 
um, just comes out, right? And it's like, For it's, sure. It's characters, but it's also just genuinely how you write and what you're interested in. And you're totally right. I feel like some of my favorite books, I walk away feeling like I know the author better. And then I love that about a good book. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Great. I have a question. Yeah. Oh, gosh, did you see something? My turn. My yeah. turn. Yay. Um, so when you when you are writing, you know, do you have any like quirky rituals, or do you have any safe place or safe space that you go to to write, or is there like a, a do you have to have like a you know a certain like a- atmosphere or vibe going on like when you write? Um, is there any? That's a really great question, and yeah. that's. A lot of authors kind of talk about that and, you know, things that help them write or things that keep them from writing. Yeah. Um, I try not to be super precious about my conditions because that I would never get anything done. Um, right, right. And actually, uh, becoming an improv performer also helped me just be better about, like, writing no matter what the conditions are. So literally the last few weeks, I've been in auto mechanics a lot. I've been writing auto shop which is weird and the last story actually that I got published was written in an auto shop not super strange I was stranded at Costco tires for like six hours bad planning but anyway um so yeah I try not to be super precious and uh learning about improv has helped me just sort of just follow whatever comes and not edit too much but usually like, your, your instinct is great. Like, that's one thing I'm finding about the creative instinct as you learn it from improv is that it's true. It comes out the way it's supposed to come out. And then, yes, you can edit, and that's what the process is there for. Um, so, yeah, I'm not super precious. Um, there are things I do that help. Uh, I can't take a super noisy environment. Um Walking helps me process ideas, and especially like nature walks, mm-hmm. those are super important to me. So a good thing to deal with like when you're running out of ideas is um, sometimes research helps, like if it's a topic that you're stuck yeah. on, just learning more about it really helps. Um, or just giving, taking yourself on like an art date, like going to a museum, or just flipping through a cool book, or watching a movie. And just feeding your head and, and filling the well. Um, I started tacking, um, well, I'm about to tack imagery on my wall. I have this, you know, collection of Im- imagery that I've been saving up that's kind of inspiring some of my uh, new short stories. I also write short fiction. And um, a lot of that is kind of mythology-based or, uh, like, weird, like, tribal imagery Um just kind of like unlocking your subconscious with other things and just not thinking too hard about stuff. If that even made an sense. No, no, it totally makes sense. I, um, the research thing, especially when you said that, I was like, oh my God, yes. Because um, uh, one of the things I hit a wall with the novel that I, I've been writing for a while now is like, I, I, you know, I was writing like, why do I feel like I can write? What's wrong? And part of it was, I'm, I'm writing a novel that's in Native Americans. Part of it is like, I don't know what to write here because I don't know about, I don't know everything about reservation rights. So I feel like when I'm writing, I'm hitting this wall because I'm like, well, what happens when two people 
are committing a crime on a reservation that are not of that reservation, then who investigates, right? And it's like, that's a question that we hey, need you know? <laughs> well, I, I was actually raised on a reservation, so I might, that's an answer we'll for you. Later, yeah. We'll um, but, but yeah, like that aspect of like research, whenever you feel like you're hitting a wall, and I think that's great advice for anybody who's listening to this who is a writer who might be having a bit of, you know, themselves, is like, just go back to the research and the basics, and I think that gives whole new inspiration and context into, like, what you're writing, and then, like, you never know, it's the smallest detail that, like, sends you off on this path, so I love, I love that idea. Definitely. I, I remember when I was uh, revising my first book, I basically tore out two-thirds of it and started fresh, and just spent the summer researching, and that actually gave me ideas for how to fix it, because they're actually technical details. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I agree. Research. Yeah. I love that. Also, one of the things, and Daryl can back me up, is an improv, we have this whole thing called follow your feet, and that's just, yes. the, the whole principle is like you're watching something and you don't know why, but like your feet just want to go, like you just want to, you either want to change the scene or you want to add something to the scene, even if you don't know why it's instinctual. Definitely think like you know when you're talking about improv and that instinct, it's like it's basically the same principles following your feet that you're you're going with there, right? It's like I just need to write something now, and it may be a mistake, but it seems right. Yeah, exactly. It at least gets you closer to it than having nothing there, mm -hmm. you know. And I mean, the great thing about writing is you can you can edit. I mean, that's part, like you said, it's part of the process. That's yeah, what the process is there for so. Or you're putting down kind of like the bones and then you're flushing them out yeah. and just adding all the cool layers. <laughs> Jakeva's really enjoying her lollipop. Who's <laughs> a really good lollipop? <laughs> yes. Um, oh, so I, I do want to ask something because with throughout because it is a zombie book, you know, yes. the uh, the you've got some people who end up getting killed in it like many zombie stories. That's true. Um, did you, for your own purposes, go back to, like, people who had wronged you in some way and, like, back <laughs> to the person who you were killing in some way just so you could feel, you know, like, get some closure or something? No, strangely. I'm actually doing that a lot of my work now. I mean, uh, wait, I didn't say that out loud. Uh, I, I, I'm not necessarily killing that, but I'm, I'm writing in my newer stories, like, okay, this person was jerk. You got to be the bad person. Uh, but in, in my... First and second books, no, I, I didn't really do that. Um, yeah, strangely, I don't know why revenge is so fun. Yeah, because I, I was, I was <laughs> some of the parts of the story, I'm like, I wonder if this no, is a character. No, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I was still a little too nice back then. Okay, yep, I, I, I'm getting meaner though. I'm working on good, it. Good, good. That's, <laughs> that's where the money is. It being mean. Mean is the money. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, now you you've got two books in this series. You've got uh, the the teenage vegan uh, teenage zombie uh, huntress, and then the stoners versus moners. Now, I was reading the end of this one had the had the beginning of the Stoners versus Boners. So, do they basically take place parallel to each other? They do, and oh, then that's kind of cool. There's a possibility that the two books It's not too spoilery, is it? You're talking to the wrong person about spoilers, right? Okay, now. I don't really care. I don't really, believe, <laughs> I don't really believe in spoilers because I think a lot of like a lot of what makes a story good is execution. So if you tell me a character dies, I'm like, eh. But like how they die, like that's really what I want. Yeah, to know. and I mean it, it is. I, I'm that's totally where I am. Like you can't yeah. spoil a good 
a good story, a good yeah. movie, a good thing, because it's all about execution. It's your experience of their execution. Because I can tell you stuff, and unless I'm a really good storyteller, it's not going to be good. The only time spoilers really bother me was when someone's in a red wedding, and I was like, oh, no! Yeah, just about the same. <laughs> it's Game of Thrones. Do Wait, not say it. looks like we just spoiled it for her. Yeah, Jerry, I, okay. I saw the red <laughs> wedding. Okay. Also, by the time I got to the red wedding, I was already done with Game of Thrones. Okay. Oh. And I think I've said this in the past. Like, I always felt like watching Game of Thrones was like kicking myself in the balls. Because, uh, not because it was bad, but because they make you care about these people so much, and then they murder them yes. mercilessly. Yes. And it's just like, I can't go the through feels. this roller coaster every single episode. I'm, I'm just too emotional. <laughs> Wait, did you see, like, the, 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 <laughs> You know, like where the mountain just like I did not. I, I stopped oh, watching yes. by the end of. Uh, it just got better, but the, the third season. I think Red out. Wedding is where I stopped actually. Oh. Yeah. Oh man. Like Red Wedding is like I mean that that was like the first like. Oh! But then like like the one where the mountain just like pops a dude's head and yeah. it's just I, I awesome. you know I won't I don't remember the name <laughs> I don't remember what's what's his name AJ do you Which know the one? guy Which whose head he popped Uh no no I don't remember All right yeah. everybody who's listening to this podcast right now probably knows everything about Game of Thrones but that was the one like big shocker they have like a couple of huge ones but even even the Red Wedding like I heard so many people talk about it I knew it was coming but it, it's it's execution when it actually happened it was like. Whoa! It was still like amazing. Like it, nothing anybody says really prepares you for the way they display it. Once again, though, it does feel like they're kicking you in the balls <laughs> because because you're like, no, 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 don't do that. I just started liking somebody. <laughs> so what you're saying is the writing is too awesome. It, it, that is, I'm saying they do a great job. There's, I don't have any problem with the show. From like, I do think it's good. Like very well executed, but like that's the problem is I'm just too sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's always. I don't know about you, Gigi, but like the mark of like a really good like book or or TV show is like whenever I get like really really pissed about what's happening, you know, I'm just like, oh, how could you possibly do that? Like, oh, the emotions are so high right now. That's always the mark of of something amazing. I know a book is really good when I have like almost like a like a violent body reaction to it. Like I just want to get up and I want to like hurl it. It's like it's so good. Get away from it. Oh my god. I throw you. Uh, have you I ever read uh, A Density of Souls by Christopher Rice? No, that sounds okay. amazing though. It's did it's, you throw it? I did. Oh, oh. I threw that oh. oh my god. Okay, so there's this part. I won't get into the details because this is all about Gigi. But uh, the 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 one of the characters dies in the book, and then it's like you know, like there's a bomb explosion, and like he hits his back on like a lamppost, and then like he's like paralyzed right before he dies, and it's like, and then like they like talk about his last moments for like the thought of like the the person that he's in love with, and then I was like, no, and I like called my friend Tam who like gave me this book and I yelled at her I left my great <laughs> voicemail on her phone how could you do this to me and then she goes she comes to me the next day because it's like a middle school she comes to or high school she comes to me the next day she goes they're not real and I was like they are real they are real that's, oh exactly that's the spirit of books right there that, that, that is that is yeah now I, I hate to say this but we only get an hour's worth of time here at the pocket yeah. 
right now, but that just means that people want more. And so that's, that leaves us an opportunity to have Gigi back. But before we go, we have something we do, which is called the Misattributed Quotes, um, where basically you take uh, a well-known quote from movies, music, books, or history, and attribute it to somebody else for comedic effect. Um, so, for instance, I could say, I've, I've seen a million faces and I've rocked them all, which I've used before, so that's fine that I can say this one. Uh, and you just like, instead of saying that was Bon Jovi, you say, that was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You know, as comedic effect. So it could be something... And they won't all be that good because you guys are going to come up with them on the spot. But while you are coming up with these misattributed quotes, I am going to let people know about some upcoming events from some of our alumni, and uh, other people can feel to chime in if they've got something too. But first of all, late September Dogs is playing at El Corazon September 8th. Uh, I actually just saw them, they were amazing live. I highly recommend it. Uh, also, uh, alumni Windowpane is playing at Jazz Bones in Tacoma on August 18th. Project 42 is back at the El Corazon this Saturday, probably the day this drops, the 28th, for their We Are Wakanda Benefit for Wakanda, which, uh, I, you know, Wakanda's so hurting, you know, their vibranium's uh, just, just, just hurting. Um, and then uh, Rencon, the Renton Comic Con, which I'm uh, trying to see if we can get to, uh, is coming here uh, September 15th and 16th down in Renton at the new hotel Interurban. I, myself, will be performing uh, with the World's Worst Movie Podcast for Improv Night at University Heights on August 4th. Jakeva, did you have any, any shows or anything you wanted to add? Or anything before we get on with Misattributed Quotes? Just that the new issue of Wordlet Zine is hitting the shelves at the end of this month. So again, I'll plug it. Find us on Facebook, Wordlet Zine. You can go to our website, wordletzine.com, and download a copy. If you want a print copy, you can also have one sent to your mailbox, and it'll be there for your reading and enjoyment. So that's going to be dropping at the end of the month. So again, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and find out if you get a copy of the very own. Okay, great. Wordlet Zine. Go for it. All right, AJ. Yes, yes, I'm here. All right, what is your misattributed quote? <clears throat> well, seeing as I screwed it up the, the first time around, um, our last the last episode we had live, uh, let me try this again. Okay, let's, let's see how, how well you do uh, this. I, I put, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Uh, that would be Ray Charles visiting Seattle. Okay, Rage Girls visiting Seattle. Actually, the rain is gone, so there you go. Uh, okay, Jukima. I said, brains. And that was by a lovely gentleman, our contestant number two, Mr. David Silverman. Oh. <laughs> okay, and Gigi. So I have to read this in a certain voice. Oh, good. Crush your enemies. Drive them before you and hear the lamentations of their women. George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember reading that in the history books. So I really like that. And my misattributed quote is A room without books is like a body without a soul. And that's said by the Grim Reaper. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been the Seattle After Party. Everybody, give it up for GG Silverman! <laughs> See you later.